Welcome to the Joy Felipe Bruce podcast. Sister Joy Felipe is a daughter of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Cathedral of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. The Fountain of Life Cathedral is a thriving church of young, energetic people full of life for the Lord. Sister Joy is also an itinerant minister of Dag Heward Mills Ministries. She travels extensively, holding pastors' conferences and bringing ministry-related books by Bishop Dag Heward Mills to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy. one more time. It is time to be blessed with the word of God. Hallelujah. And I was saying earlier on that in this church we have been blessed with a special person, a special mother, a special pastor feeding us with the word of God, watching over our souls, caring for us, praying for us, telling us the truth, giving us godly counsel, and your life is about to be changed. Stand to your feet, put your hands together as we welcome our pastor here. You want to bow down your head this morning, and you want to say, Lord, talk to me, just speak to me. As I've come to church today, speak to me, Lord. You know where I'm standing, Lord, and you know what I'm doing, and you know all the things I'm hung up in, but Lord, speak to me today. I want to hear you today. Father, thank you for a Saturday, a Sunday, I beg your pardon, when we can come to church, we can be in your presence, we can enjoy talking to you, singing to you, dancing for you. But when it's all said and done, Lord, we sit and we hear from you. Thank you so much. I pray, Lord, that today your presence will be here and that you will minister to each one of us where we stand. This I ask in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God bless you. Please remove the feedback from my microphone. Mother's Day is not a good day to manifest. Take your seat. Hallelujah. Thank you very much for all your Mother's Day messages and greetings. And God bless you so much. Amen. In fact, before I start to preach, stand up one more time. I want you to pray for your mom. Most of you have a mom you never remember to pray for. So, if you're back, <laughs> at your age, for most of you, your biological mother is still alive. You want to pray for her? And some of you have more than one mom, and you want to remember each one of them. Amen? So just lift up your mother before the Lord. Thank God that he gave you to her. And pray for her this morning. Pray that she'll have more grace to tolerate you. <laughs> pray that the grace of God will be upon her life. That God will have mercy upon her. Because in having mercy upon her, he is having mercy upon you. Pray for long life. Pray for strength. Pray that she will never be bedridden for you to carry her. But she will be healthy and strong all through the days that God 
And if you have an auntie who's like a mother, pray for her. If you have a spiritual mother who's like a mother, pray for her. Thank God for our mothers. Lord, we're grateful. I thank you for my spiritual mother and for all the wisdom in my life because of her. Lord, we're grateful. We're grateful. Thank you for the mothers that you have given to us. Thank you for whatever they've poured into our lives. We pray, Lord, that we will reward them and let them see that we are good children. Let them live long to, to, to see the honor that we bring them. Pray for strength for them, Lord, for long days, long lives. Not the kind of days that somebody has to carry them around, but good long life. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. I often forget that we should confess over our Bibles in this service and you don't say anything when I forget to. Find your Bibles. God, you didn't bring your Bible, that's why. Lift up your Bible this morning, if you have a Bible, and let's make a confession. You want to say, this is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. Today I'll be taught the Word of God. I'll never be the same. Never, never, never. I'll never be the same in Jesus' name. God bless you. Take your seat. And may you reap your confession in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, it's a good Sunday to be in church. <laughs> Amen. Two other announcements. Swollen Sunday has been moved to next semester. Oh, please. I'm not... Oh. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not impressed. I'm not, I'm not impressed or moved. Next week is the last Sunday before, before exams begin. So invite your study group members who will come and we will pray. Tell them we there, we pray. That's what we do. We don't, have, we don't have any incantations. We also don't cheat. If you are in this church and you have been doing a poor, God is not with you. Uh-huh. God is not with you. You are on your own. You are on your own because God does not cheat. Are you here? People who do are poor, you are close to thieves. No, it's true. You see, you are a generation that has grown up with it, but it doesn't make it right. Yeah, it doesn't make it right. So just call wrong, wrong. Is that okay? Yeah. And I've been sharing, don't do a poor. No. The Holy Ghost is far more dependable. And it's a legal way to pass your exams. Amen. So next week, Sunday, we're going to be doing some praying. Did, you, did they help you during your midterms? Yeah. So you feel free to invite your group members, your study group members. Some of you have study group members who don't go to church. And some too who are not serious with church. Uh-huh. That's their business. But all I'm saying, I'm only praying for them because of you. Yeah, it's only because of you. Yeah. Are you there? So bring them to church and we will pray. And God will hear us. Amen. We're not just going to do our best for him in terms of our spiritual work, but we're also going to do very well in our school work. Amen and amen. We've been talking about fruitfulness. Ask your neighbor, are you becoming fruitful? We have been in John chapter 15 for some time, and we are still there. Let's take it from verse 1, because some of us, our memory is deficient. Others too, you come one week, you don't come the other. So, 
I'm just going to remind you, we've been reading from John chapter 15, verse 1 to verse 8. I am the true vine, and my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Now you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine, no more can you, except you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch, and is withered, and men gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. Herein is my Father glorified, that you bear much fruit, so shall you be my disciples. To me, it's a very beautiful passage of scripture. Yeah. And I feel that the Lord is telling us very clearly what he wants from us. Hallelujah. So we've been looking at Jesus' laws of fruitfulness because he is the one who gave, gave this whole exposition and this teaching. And he was very, very clear about many things. He was clear and he said that if you are in him, if you claim that you are a Christian and you don't have fruit, he takes you away. And I spent time showing you how that happens. Are you here? Uh -huh. You thought you were going yourself. But I'm showing you that he took you away. Hey. And every branch that bears fruit, he says what? He purges it. So sometimes you are going through certain things, but it's just a purge to remove the unwanted things so that you will bring forth more fruit. Amen. Now, I jumped over verse 3 the last time, and I went to verse 4, where he says that if you abide in him, are you there? You know, it says, abide in me and I in you. And as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abideth in the vine, no more can you, except you abide in me. Now, I'm going to continue preaching from John chapter 15, but I want to begin to, I want to answer a certain question. So that you understand it more. After this one, if you don't bear fruit, it's up to you. Hey. And yet, wala wala, it's up to you. Uh -huh. Because sometimes some, some of you have asked me that, so what is my fruit? Is it only that I have brought a soul to Christ? Is that all? The Bible shows us very clearly that there's more than one. Hello. And so today, I hope it lasts just for today. I'm going to take a brief detour. Amen. To describe for you what the fruit is. If you want, I can only give you a few examples, but you'll find it in a book here. Lord, I know you need somebody. Yeah, that's the book we're going to launch today. Yeah, we're going to launch. We've been launching the book. There are about 30. <laughs> there are about 30. Everything in them, it's biblical, it's from the Bible, and it's just explaining. What I'm sharing with you from John chapter 15 is in another book called Fruitfulness. Hmm. It's called fruitfulness. When we were launching it, you didn't get your own share. Have you seen? <laughs> As you are sitting here, too, you don't write notes. 
this your brain too that we know it's like a thief I'll finish my sermon I don't need to say anything more <laughs> what am I trying to say no, if you haven't bought the book write notes that one too you don't write as if everything that's been said you remember oh I'll listen to the podcast you lie you are lying I said you are lying unfortunately for you the podcast even tells us where the listeners are and they are not here <laughs> hey so find a little humility and write notes mm-hmm. hey hmm. generation way hmm. oh, I pray for you yeah are you there yeah so today I'm just talking briefly about the fruit. When he says that you will bear fruit, what's he talking about? What's he talking about? Because I think at the beginning of this whole series, I explained to you that when you come and clean the church, it's not a fruit. It's not a fruit. It's a service. It's a service. When you come and sing, it's not a fruit. It's a service. You come and dance. It's a service. All the things you do to make the house of God work. That's service. So what then is the fruit? Amen? I believe that I've said before that sometimes I'll say that you've encouraged somebody who has stayed. Somebody was going to move away from their faith and you managed to keep them. But let's, let's look at a few more things. Is that okay with you? It's not an exhaustive list. It's just giving you an idea. The first one, the first one, when you act as a go-between between God and somebody, you are bearing fruit. And your scripture is Ezekiel chapter 22 and verse 30. Look at it. I sought for a man, God is the one speaking, I sought for a man among them that should make up the hedge. Do you understand when it says make up the hedge? So there's a hedge, but there's a gap in it. And I was looking for somebody to come and stand in that gap. Are you here? And stand in the gap before me for the land that I should not destroy it. But I found none. So when you come and you stand in the gap, and you are talking to the Lord on behalf of somebody, you are bearing fruit. You are what? You are bearing fruit. There's a whole book, the book of Jonah. Please go and read it when you get home. I cannot read it here. Yeah. Where God sent somebody. He said, go to that place. Go and preach. And the man ran away. Like some of you. <laughs> he ran away. He went in the opposite direction. He was supposed to be going to Nineveh. And he went down another direction. And then he went and sat in a boat. I mean, I don't understand. I don't understand. You can run away from a human being. But explain to me how you run away from God. Who is everywhere? Huh? Hello? There's a song. There's a place I can hide from your love. It's a scripture. There's nowhere to hide. The psalmist says that if I even go down into the sea, he's there. If I make my bed under the sea, he's there. Are you in the house? Do you know the words of the song, MJ? Listen to the words of the wilds and listen. Show me somewhere to go. A place that 
but don't you don't know, know you God to cover my soul, to cover my soul. On, on the, the wings, wings of a dawn I might fly to the ends of the earth beyond the sky so I'm trying to run away I can go anywhere but you, but you will always, always be there, there wherever I go thank you very much amen hallelujah so sometimes God is sending you to a place and you run away can you say that and I'm asking you that when you are running away from man that's okay a human being can only be here but God where are you going where are you going? But when you choose to stand in the gap and lift up the people before God and pray about them. Some of you, you are in a hostel and on that floor you were supposed to stand in the gap. And you are supposed to start praying for them from room A1. I lift up Lord the two witches in A1. <laughs> Father, have mercy upon them. Have mercy upon them. Let them hear you, oh God. Help them to read you that you get to and you connect. You are actually bearing fruit. Sometimes, if it is time, you will be happy to see them be converted. Other times, you may not see it. But you have borne fruit in the sense that you were part of the process. How many of us know that bearing fruit is a process? When you plant the mango, it doesn't come just today. Yeah, so several things are working. But one day we are there and then we are harvesting mango. And you are part of that fruit bearing. So when you stand in the gap, that's you. Are you there? Your roommates cry, you were supposed to be standing in the gap. But all you are doing is quarreling. Hey! Are you in the church? I'm showing you how to bear fruit in the Lord. Number two. You bear fruit when you help the people of God. Yeah. You bear fruit. There are so many people who don't like God. I noticed, for instance, in Kumasi, that churches are given land that is on water. That's the worst of the land that nobody wants. Yes. And they think they are dealing with individuals. They will turn around and discover that they are dealing with God. You are very quiet. Ah, what we are standing on, the church is built on water. We are built on water. Very expensive to do. Yeah. And I know several churches built on water. So the human beings, they give them the good land and then think called church and they give them the one. But you, it should not be so with you. It should not be so with you. Amen. When you help the people of God, you are bearing fruit. Amen. Second Kings 14. I'm reading from verse 23 to 27. In the 15th year of Amaziah, the son of Josh, king of Judah, Jeroboam, the son of Joash, king of Israel, began to reign in Samaria and reigned 40 and one years. And he did that which was evil in the sight of the Lord, and he departed not from all the sins of Jeroboam, the son of Nabat, who made Israel to sin. He restored the coast of Israel from the, from the entering of Hamath unto the sea of the plain, according to the word of the Lord God of Israel which he spake by the hand of his servant Jonah, the son of Amittai, the prophet, which was of Gethhafer. For the Lord saw the affliction of Israel. Please, the lights should stop flickering when I'm reading, I beg you. 
the Lord saw the affliction of Israel, that it was very bitter. For there was not any shut up, nor any left, nor any helper for Israel. Please, who is flickering that light? Just put it off. And the Lord said not that he would blot out the name of Israel from under heaven. Are you there? So he was looking for somebody to help. And you will find out that those of you who are Bacenta leaders, have you not discovered that you need help? Yeah. Yeah. You need help. And when you just help the people of God, you will discover that it's God that you are helping. Are you in the house? Number three. When you answer the questions of somebody who is seeking God, you are bearing fruit. Mm. Job chapter 5, verse 1 to 2. Call now if there be any that will answer thee. And to which of the saints will thou turn? Are you there? Who will you turn to? Because there are times when you have a question. And there are some questions, if they are not answered, it becomes a problem. I used to believe in God as a child until the day I asked a grown-up a question. And the grown-up could not answer the question. And that began my back sliding away from God. And I stayed away until I was 22 years of age before I gave my life back to Christ. Are you there? And my question was very simple. If a good man died on Good Friday, why is it good? Why is it good? Because when you kill an innocent person, to me as a child, it's bad. And I was asking somebody, why? And the person should have explained to me that it is because that's how our salvation came. That's why it's good. But the person couldn't say, I don't know. Meanwhile, the person was going to church. So from that day, I said, I know. Then this thing that we are doing, you know, it's not real. And I began to slide back from following God. And for the next 12 or so years, What question have you been asked that you could not answer? And you didn't know that somebody's life hinged on it. And you could not answer because you are a Christian who is not serious. You better become serious. That is why you have your quiet time every day. Because it is as you have your quiet time every day that you begin to learn the thing. Are you with me? You begin to understand more of what you have under, what you have thought. How many of you were here at the beginning of the semester when I was showing you your spirit, your soul, and your body? Did you begin to understand something? Did they clarify something for you? Yeah. But you were a believer already. But you didn't know what had happened. You had given your life to Christ, but you didn't know what you were doing. But by explaining, you suddenly realized that, ah, now I get it. And sometimes by asking, answering somebody's question, you just rescue them. Push your neighbor, ask your neighbor. Whose question have you answered? Not question. Who's question? Whose question have you answered? You are just in the church wounding them to say empty barrel. She knew what All that you are doing is pointing fingers and, 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 and criticizing. Are you here? You are here. I'm talking to you. I know that you are here. Hey. And then when you leave, you cannot answer a single question. Not one. Meanwhile, the person who is asking you the question is their last card. Their last card. 
And sometimes when you're able to answer that question, the person is able to come to Christ. Yeah. Are you here? I'm showing you how to bear fruit. Number four. When you deliver one of God's children who is far from safety. Let's go to Job 5 again. His children are far from safety and they are crushed in the gate. Neither is there any to deliver them. Can you see it? His children are far from safety. When you come to this campus, you have been here. You are in your fourth year. You know what happens when somebody comes in their first year. You know the dragons that are waiting to chew them. And you don't intervene to help them get some safety. Are you there? You are very quiet. But when you think about it, that's why this church is here, as far as I'm concerned. Said to bring some people to safety. Some of you, by this time, you would have been stuck staring mad, but for this church. Yeah, but for your shepherd. So that shepherd that you have been blasting, God help you. But for that shepherd, but for that shepherd who didn't mind your rudeness, your repeated rudeness and your repeated somewhereness, but for that shepherd, you would have been meat. Somebody's vulnerable mattress that they'll be dragging up and down. That's what you would have been. been. And nowadays, the, girl, the guys are in as much danger as the girls. Yeah, 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 yeah. But for a certain shepherd who came. Hey. Are you going to bear fruit or not? You see that you are looking left and right. Tell your neighbor, don't make your face like a weasel. You look like a weasel. <laughs> hey. Somebody's children, far from safety. Far far from safety. <laughs> if you're always worrying, I don't know why. Why are they always worrying you? Oh. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Far from safety. Yeah. When somebody comes to you and the person tells you that, I don't know, but after somebody abused me, it's men that I like. And he's a man. Then you just look up and hmm. Ah! It is well, then you go. Look! You better sort out how to rescue the person. Better rescue him. And you rescue him by answering his question. And by praying for him. Yeah. But every guy has some female hormones, that's all. And sometimes the balance for a while. But if you leave it, it will correct itself. You're a girl. But you also have some male hormones. And if you just allow them. Doctor, please, am I speaking the truth or I'm lying? Please give me a... My doctor, please. Yes, you're speaking the the exact truth. It's the truth. So the hormones will be doing some 
something, 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 something. And then eventually, that's all. That's all. He just needs to know that he's not again. And sometimes when the, when the hormones are, are more, you're a bit effeminate in the way you do your things. Or you are a girl and you're a little male in the way you do your things. It doesn't make you a man. Yeah. Hey. Are you here? Yeah. Because if you leave the person, he enters into the environment where those predators are. Oh. Charlie. Am I talking to some people this morning? Today I'm talking to you about how, you see, God needs you and it's to bear fruit for him. And I'm just showing you some of the fruit. Because some of you, as you are sitting here, you have been laughing at that guy who has walked into the classroom and as he's walking, oh, and you have been laughing and you have watched him go to sit down by somebody and you know that he's working it out there and you are watching. Somebody's child, instead of rescuing him to safety. And then you have been laughing and you say, look, oh. <laughs> look, oh, he's rapping that guy. Oh. Hey! And <laughs> God is watching you. He placed you in that classroom and placed you on that row for you to see that, look, they've spotted that young boy who has come to campus at the age of 17. He doesn't even really know his way about. And God is counting on you to take him to safety before they crush him with their things. And as for you double-minded Christians who come to church on Sunday, and go jamming. I don't have anything to say for you, to you. You should know better than that. I say you should know better than that. And because of you, the people are even more confused. They don't understand. How come you say that you are a Christian, you are here? Then they see you there. Oh, I was only looking for some entertainment. I, I don't want to describe you this morning. Yeah. I'm continuing. Are you there? God is looking for you to help people who don't have power and strength. Job chapter 26. How has verse, I'm reading from verse 1. Job answered and said, how has thou helped him? I prefer this version. How hast thou counseled him that hath no wisdom? And how hast thou plentifully declared the thing as it is? Look, people come to a point where they know that something is wrong, but they don't have any strength to come out. And God is depending on you to help them to come out. Do you think the girl does not know that she has made a bad choice? She knows. But the power to come out and the strength to come out. I'm talking to somebody this morning. Yeah. One of our friends. <laughs> he had a young sheep like that. Who she couldn't. The guy even had her house key. Yeah. And she knew that this guy is just bad business. But she didn't have the strength to come out. But she had a shepherd. Tell your neighbor she had a shepherd. One day the shepherd arrived in the house with a lock and a carpenter. Change, change, change. Finish. That's the end. The guy can't enter again. It's over. It's over. By you, you deserve your skin. 
You have done like you don't mind. Oh yeah. I remember one of my husband's sheep who just fell into some the thing looked like a church but it had more the characteristics of a cow and the teaching was very some way. And he counseled the guy said listen this place you are going is dangerous. It's going to disturb you. The guy said it's true. But he didn't have the strength to come out. He didn't have the what? The strength to come out. Because many of those places they apply a lot of force. And he didn't have the strength. So one day Basma was looking for him and he found out that the guy was there and he sent some three people I'm looking for some guys who are a little yeah, come, 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 yes, come come no, 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 this one, this one yeah. I need some other guys either with strength or with whoops, where are you? you are supposed to be here by this time or are you still chasing sheep? I'm looking for some guys with a little size alright, yeah, Dipe, arrive, arrive and one more, beautiful, beautiful, come Good, come, 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 come. Are you there? So he sent, so we are four. One is the pastor plus these three guys. And he just sent them. When they got there, the service or whatever, yeah, they just entered. Are you here? They entered by the front door. You are following, just like that. They entered. They didn't say anything to anybody. They just came to the guy. And they Come on, put your hands together for the Lord. Some of you, you got to go to the door of that guy. You got to knock on the door. Co -co 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 -co. Enter the room. Get up. Get up. Wear your panties. Get up. Wait, wait. Come on. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. And those of you who have been planning when they start their whole weeks again. You have been planning. You say, as I came to this church, I heard that there's something that they call it a pirogo. I want to go and taste what a pirogo is. Really? You want to go and taste it there? You will be there when you find like your father. I've arrived. Together with my henchmen, I'm coming for you. Hey! I'm coming for you. You said what? Collect your things. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. It's a type of fruitfulness. And it's a needed type of fruitfulness. Are you in the house? I remember one of those epilogue weekends. One of our pastors who was here. He said, no problem. I'm not going to fight with you. But as you are passing in your bum shorts, I'll be parked at Gaza. I'm waiting for you. Yeah. If you be, are you? Come. The Bible says, since the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffered violence. And the violent take it by force. Hey, you are going to leave your weak sheep to be eaten. Hmm. Are you in the church? That's why some of you, I send you certain kinds of texts. See that you're very quiet. Many of you with your double lives, I know that you have a double life. I just haven't spoken yet. Right now, I mean, I am talking to God about you. Because interceding is also a kind of fruit. The day he sends me to your doorstep. It will be nice. I'm sure I have a few gentlemen who will go along with me. Oh, we will go cry. And some ladies too. Beautiful, beautiful. 
Eh, but what? Is it by force that we should be... Shut up. You go and win your sheep. And when you have won your sheep, leave your sheep to be walking around the road. Leave it. It's because you have not won any soul. And because you have not prayed for any soul. That's why you are standing there asking me a stupid question like that. But when you have bowed the knee and you have worked it through and you have prayed and the person has come to the Lord and then somebody from somewhere, a bola boy. A what? Or a bola girl. That's why this is my instrumentalist. I'm watching them for some bola girl. Bola girl to come close. Hey! Are you in the church? Please ask the neighbor sitting by you, where is your fruit? That's what we are talking about today. Where, where is your fruit? Where are they? Ah! The Lord needs somebody who will deliver people from the devil who wants to rip their souls into pieces. Psalm 7. Let's read verse 1 and 2. Oh Lord my God, indeed do I put my trust. Save me from them that persecute me and deliver me. Lest he tear my soul like a lion, rending it in pieces while there is none to deliver. Are you here? A person whose soul is ripped into pieces. That's somebody whose emotions are just messed up. Mm. Are you here? Yeah, some of you, that's what has happened to you. Ever since you met that girl. Yeah. Ever since you met that guy, you've never been the same again. They have just ripped your soul. Yeah. And it's just taking you down a certain road. And sometimes God needs people to snatch them back. Are you here or you have traveled? I'm showing you how to bear fruit. Psalm 22, verse 11 to 13. He needs somebody to deliver people from trouble. Oh, trouble. Some of you, your roommates are in trouble. You just look and you turn over. Yeah. They just turn over. Your roommate is there. Your roommate has not paid any fees. They have deferred the person. You have just turned over. Oh, but I can't pay their fees. Who's asking you to pay their fees? Who's asking you to pay their fees? The least you can do is to tell them, come, let's go and talk to my, one of my pastors. It's not because we can necessarily pay the fees. Oh. But sometimes we can say, that, listen, let's go to this counselor. Let's go to this HOD you will find out that those who went, they got a reprieve. They still have not paid. But they are writing their email. But you, you don't care. I mean, who would that? I mean, they have paid my, it's okay. Hey. People are in what? Trouble. Trouble. One day I was talking to somebody. Five trails. It's trouble. Five trails, quite apart from the subject matter that you have failed, no? Many times that number of trials brings a doubt in yourself. And it's that doubt in yourself that's the biggest trouble. Because you begin to believe that this one did and I cannot do the course. I cannot do the course. And I 
just had to call and say, come, come, come. No, we're going to write the drills. You, you pass. You pass. Sit down, start learning. You were fooling. During the time you should learn. It will work. It will work. Oh, I will send you a prayer every day. How many hours have you, pre- have you worked today? How many? Ah, you study four hours. No, 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 no. People who want to pass exams, it's not four hours they study. You have to add more. You have to add more. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some of you, the seed that you have and the D you have is the learning you didn't learn. Oh, it's not anything. It's not anything. It's the learning you didn't learn. Hey, mercy. Am I talking to some people in the church? The Lord needs you to help people. Father, you must become a father to the fatherless. Job twenty-nine verse 11 and 12 when the ear heard me then it blessed me when the eye saw me it gave witness to me because I delivered the poor that cried and the fatherless and him that had none to help him this was Job speaking some of you you are very okay in your room you are so okay that you can father somebody that you can help some. yes yes you can do something my husband looked after a guy in those days Ghana was on his knees but at least he had food and he shared his food for four years with one guy today the guy is a major wealthy man in the city yeah are you in the church yeah you hear the person will not always be down but even if they are you as the current helper and you are walking around making statements and buying makeup that you cannot afford Are you seeing the fruit? Can you bear fruit or not? Can you bear fruit? Yeah. Sometimes the people who are, look, sometimes people who are down, people who are in trouble, the only thing you can do is to bring them to church. Hey, you people, stop worrying. Are you in the church? People who are, you see, what does it do? When you come into, the, into church, you have come into the presence of God. One of the first things that it does is to bring down the pressure. Yeah. As you are here, oh, different kinds of singing have gone on. The film stars have made you laugh. <laughs> are you here? You have heard a thing or two. The dancers have come to dance. You see, sometimes when they are, you should even join them because sometimes when you are dancing, eh, as you are stamping, you are imagining the trouble under your foot. Yeah. yeah, you just dance out there, dance out the tension. Are you here? There's sometimes you hear a word that becomes the word to you in the trouble. So there are times when, when you look at it, I cannot do my can't you just come to church? Just come. Just come. Yeah. Sometimes it will be a song that is sung. Mm. Hey. It's just reminding you of things. Reminding them. By the time you go back, you realize, oh, there's still hope for me. I don't know how exactly it will happen, but there's hope. There's hope. Yeah. Are you in the church? I'm wondering why you are so quiet. Amen. 
So this morning, I'm just showing you that these are the things, these are all the things we are talking about, including, of course, the most major one, when you are the means by which somebody comes to give their life to Christ. That's the ultimate of it all. But I'm showing you that even when you have not done that, there is so much, so much that you can do, so much difference that you can make in the life of another person. Are you there? If only you will stop being so self-centered and thinking about yourself. Are you not tired of yourself already? Hey. Hey. Me, my, I, what are we? What are What are me, 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 me? Ah! Hallelujah. It's time to bear some fruit. Yeah. It's time to be the channel by which somebody is blessed. It's time to be the channel by which somebody is reconnected to God. Many people come and sit here on Sunday. They are going straight to hello. Have no make no mistake. Make no mistake about it. Um, how can you say that? They are sitting in church. Who ever told you that our salvation is in who came to church? It is after you are born again that you are coming to church. Matthew, take us to First John one seven. One John one seven. One John one seven. It says that if we walk in the light. As he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. So the sign of the light of Christ in you is fellowship. And some of you, the reason why you are struggling to come to church, the reason why it's a struggle is because the light is not in you. In spite of all the preaching, the light is not there. Because you have not given your life to Christ. Hey. One day I'll come and share with you 20 things that are not the same as being born again. The fact that you are comfortable in the, in the atmosphere of church doesn't mean you are born again. You are just used to it. That you grew up, that's how you, that you grew up, that's how you know it. That's all. You've been to church ever since you were a baby, since they were carrying you, carrying you. You are, you are used to church. Doesn't mean anything. In the same way as the fact that you are going to make your bed in a garage does not make you a car. No, no, no. It's a very specific thing to be born again. You can be in the choir and from the choir you are entering hell straight. You can also be in the middle of the church or the front of the church and go there direct. Yeah. Hmm. Because Jesus said that I am the way, the truth. And it's the same Jesus who met Nicodemus who used to go to the church every single day and who was even a teacher. And when he met him, he told him that except the man be born again, he cannot enter into the kingdom of heaven. You, you are not even teaching anybody yet. Hey, are you in the house? In these few weeks, I've been trying to talk to you and say, become a fruitful person. Become a fruitful person. I keep on seeing some of you saying that, oh, I don't want to become a, a BL. I don't you can be an XYZ, I don't mind, but barefoot. That's all. Are you there? Tell anybody you can be a QTU. We don't mind. Just barefoot. You can be a what again, Lady Reverend? You can be a MNNOP. Hello? What? what? Uh, Q what? Q R Q R S T. 
We don't mind what you call it. But bear fruit. Let there be somebody whose life you have impacted and made a, a difference in. Oh. You have worn the chair for too much, too long. When you came, the chair temperature was 26 degrees. You have sat on it, so it is now 37. Every Sunday you have been coming, then the chair you sit on, 37 degrees, then you go home. 37 degrees, then you go home. 37. What is the use of it? What is the use of it? What's the use of it? That's that. The way that you are talking, me, I won't come to church again. Oh. You know something. I'm coming, I'm coming. I'm coming. I like seeing you in church, but the truth of the matter, do you want the truth of the matter? The truth of the matter is that if you don't come, somebody else will. No, no, if you don't come to church, you think there'll be no preacher here. Oh, there'll be a preacher. If I'm not here. Oh. If I'm not here, there'll be another preacher. What makes you think you are indispensable? My being here is to my benefit. It's my benefit. Your being here is your benefit. It's to my benefit. As I'm preaching, I'm being fruitful here. Hey. I'm being fruitful here. I've told you the truth. Hey. Yeah, I'm being fruitful. So it is to whose benefit? My benefit. Yeah. You too. As you are here, before you came, you didn't know how to do anything for God. Tell me I'm lying. You used to go to church every day. When they were looking at you, hey. Oh, your church, did they know that you could even sing? As the neighbor sitting by you, you your former church that you are coming to do a humaswa over it. For, did you even know how to be born again? Did you even know how to work for the Lord? Don't, don't bring yourself at all. Ah, Pastor, what are you saying? I am saying exactly what I'm saying because I know it is true. And I have a friend now with church, 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 church. Meanwhile, it is because of the drawing you close that you have come and you, you have some truth. That's why you even have a bank account in heaven. Before you came, you didn't have anything. Hey! Are you there? Ask your neighbor, is it you they are talking to? Is it you they are talking to? Ask your neighbor, why are you best? Why? You tie your face. Some of you are looking at me, you are so bored. It doesn't change anything. It doesn't change anything at all because I know that what I'm saying to you is the truth. Yeah. Are you in the house? Some of you, when you came to the church, you did not know how to do anything on the laptop. You, it was here that you learned to make the flyers. You learned to make it here. And we are asking you for flyers. I will check you. I try Now you are trying to Why you to say? Why you busy? Amma. Eh? But now you need a whole day to give me one flyer. Eh, where you are coming from, were they using you to, to, to do anything? Don't, don't bring yourself at all. Please, somebody should ask the nun dancer near you before you came here. Were you not a clubber? Were you not a street dancer dancing for Satan outside? Ah, what you talking? What you talk? Don't let me even start talking about the cameraman. Don't let me even start on their issue. Now, why you a singer and then be on my front line? Oh, 
where you are coming from, who was giving you front line. Every Sunday, I'm asking you, every Sunday you come and sing in front of a thousand people. Where you are coming from, how many people were you singing in front of? 20 people, 40 people. Come and sing, we should beg you. I have been watching the numbers. It's only the tenants who are always there. I have been watching the altos and I've been watching the sopranos. And you are sitting in the congregation watching me. Look your face. <laughs> no, no, no. Allow me to say it all. Because me, Monday, I will tell you the truth. Before I came to church, I never knew that I could preach. I never knew that I would even get one human being two years old to follow me. I never knew. It's church that made me know. Just last week, I was at First Love Center. We had to, when I left here. When we closed, we, we went because of a meeting. So as soon as we were saying the grace, we left, thinking that we could reach our car. Oh, so we're walking briskly out. By the time I got, mommy, mommy, when I looked, a whole group of people following me going. I never knew. I never knew. I never knew. And then they remember the church and who said, maybe I won't. Hey, God have mercy. God have mercy. It has made me who I am and it is making you who you are. That tomorrow when you are the CEO of, a, of an institution, you will know God. Yeah. You will know God. Are you understanding what I'm saying? When you are a rich man, you'll be a rich man with Nyansa. Yeah. Hey, I see some people becoming rich men and women with Nyansa, Nyansa, with working mind. Hey, with God first. Yeah. Not last. Many rich people are going to hell. Please, I didn't say it. Jesus said it. Jesus said that if you put, take a needle, a camel can enter the needle's eye easier than a rich man entering heaven. It's not me who said it. But as for you, as for you, as for you, because of where you are passed, where he has brought you, you will be a wealthy man in heaven. And there are some. Abraham is in heaven. Yeah. Say, neighbor, look at me well. Look at me well. Look at me well. I'm on my way to heaven. Oh. Tell neighbor, if you will permit me, we shall go together. If you will permit. If you will permit. Yeah. Yeah. We'll permit. Yeah. I'm going to pray until your, your face changes. Lady Rev, climb up here and look at some faces at the back there. Look at that corner. Look, look at the back. Look at some faces. <laughs> Tell your neighbor that she doesn't fear your face. Oh. I'm not moved by your face at all. I'm telling you what you will not hear anyway. Oh, yes. That's what God brought me to tell you this morning. I want you to stand to your feet. <laughs> and I want you to pray about your fruitfulness. Because as I'm preaching, some of you can see that you have not done well at all. So start talking to God about your fruitfulness. Talk to God about that person in trouble that you know. That you have just turned your back and walked away. Talk to God about that person that the Lord has been impressing you to talk to the person about him. I have not minded God. Talk to him right now. Say, Lord, I didn't know. Hey, but I will bear fruit. Talk to him about your fruitfulness this morning. Talk to him. For a few minutes, lift up your voice. Lift up your voice and pray. Pray like a man of God. Pray like a woman of God. Come on. 
Jesus' name. And all the saints will say amen. amen. And as every head is bowed and every eye is closed, you cannot bear fruit if you do not belong to him. He says that if you abide in me and I abide in you, that is when you bear fruit, not on your own. So as every head is bowed, you are here, you have not prayed to specifically ask Jesus to enter into your life and take over. You cannot say you are born again or you cannot say for sure that your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. This time is for you. You want to give your life to Jesus this morning. You want to resolve this issue once and for all. Right where you are standing, just lift up your right hand. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. I see your hands. Now, wherever you are, I want you to just step out and come to me. We are going to pray together. God bless you. Step out of where you are. Come and join us here. Just come. Just come. Don't think about your friend. It's not your friend who's going to save you. It's Jesus who will. Step out and come. Step out and come. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Just come. Just come. You thought you were okay, but you realized that, ah, no, I haven't done this thing. Come. Is to be, is to be, oh, is to be, holy, set apart, set apart for you, Lord. Your heart is beating within you, that's Jesus giving you a cue. Come, come, let us pray together. Let us pray. I'm waiting for somebody. And let it be your prayer as you pray it. Join us if you're in the congregation. You want to say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today as a sinner. Please wash me in your blood. Cleanse me from my sins. Please write my name in your book of life. Lord Jesus, from today, you are my Savior. And you are my Lord. I thank you. For saving, me. for saving me in Jesus name, in Jesus name. Amen. amen now lift up your one finger in your left hand and say just lift it one finger this is not a prayer it's a declaration you're saying Satan, Satan I will not follow you again I will not follow you again from today, from today, from today me and you, me and you it's, over. it's over it's finished, it's finished. I, belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus Jesus thank you for receiving me. Amen. We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Fountain of Life Cathedral, and on Instagram and Twitter at F-O-L-C-I-D-S. God richly bless you.